Hey y'all, hey stranger, how y'all doing? Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to the first episode of September of Early for Everyone Else, Monica Lynn. I am your business host, Monica Lynn, and as always, I am always up before everyone else. Why am I getting these loud ass emails? You know, it, it never fails. It, it never fails. <laughs> Yeah, you can always expect the unexpected here on up early before everyone else morning in. And hey, y'all, how is everybody doing this morning? Good morning to everybody across the world, across the globe, around the world. I am your host, Monica Lynn. I have not been on in a month. Um, the last time I was on, I let you guys know that I was working on a novel. Um, and I was currently in school. Yes, I am in school. Um. I go to uh, community college, and um, minute, I just I just got that. Like nobody wants to bother me until I just got a text. Okay, so of course that's my mother. Of course, it never it never fails. It's like as soon as I like get on the air and she wants to, I had I had um texted her earlier and told her that um my glucose was 163. And I'm gonna tell you something, guys. That's the lowest it's been for the past couple months. So not a couple months, couple weeks. It has not been that low in a very long time. And I am so happy that I am on the right path because you know, like my birthday was August the third. Thank you very much. <laughs> and I turned forty-three. What what the hell is she talking about? Okay. Okay, so she is just like really like I'm glad this I'm glad you know what I'm glad to let you guys know that this is recorded live and they changed the app the app that I you know I run um that I record my um I um damn what am I doing my podcast on um yeah, we do. I should have got some. I'm talking to my mother, y'all. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, anyway, hopefully she doesn't take me back. She's supposed to be celebrating, um, I think it's Yom Kippur today. Um, with Jeff, um, the services I think starts at their services starts at seven. Um, so I also want to say happy um, Latino Hispanic Heritage Month to all the fam out there that's celebrating. Um, yeah, so they changed the dynamic of the app that I record on, and I'm able to have a room. So I don't know how that works. So I just want to say like this. But what I was trying to say before, before my mother interrupted me, interrupted me, is that 
I have been um, doing uh, really bad <laughs> as far as my diet. So, you know, my birthday was August the 3rd. So before that, you know, I, I'm going to say it started in June when we went to Chuck E. Cheese. Okay. <laughs> and I've been going downhill ever since. So you guys know I've been watching my carb intake. I have been a vegan, a keto, pectitarian, vegetarian. I've done everything. And let me tell you, I am such a foodie. I never found ways around eating healthy. And I've like eating like seconds and thirds. Because the vegan, the vegan food is really good. Like a lot of people understand, oh, that tastes like air. No, it doesn't. Like I put some organic salsa. Bomb. I bought some probiotic sour cream from mom. Oh my god, it was bomb. I also buy my breaded um chicken um chicken. You know, the patties, the chickenless patties or chicken patties, but they're not in the they're um plant-based, they're delicious. And you hook it up with lettuce, tomato, onion, and I do like the cheese wrap because I cut back on my bread intake and everything. So it's really good. But I think that my problem is is that I eat too much. So but since then I've been out on dates. Oh my god, I went to brunch one Sunday. That was awesome. I really didn't eat a lot because I um I'm gonna tell you what happened. I woke up in the middle of the night and I knew I was going to brunch with any brunch. And Rusty Supper is, oh my God, Rusty Supper is the bomb-ass restaurant. It's just on the water down in the harbor. I love it. It's right across. It's just between the Inner Harbor and Federal Hill. So on one side, you got Fed Hill. And the other side, you got the Inner Harbor. And it's bomb. I'm telling y'all. Anywhere you sit in that restaurant, and I sat close to the Fed Hill this time, it's the bomb. It's, oh my God, y'all. It's so nice. So, um... I knew that I was going, so Saturday we had burgers and wine. It's, it's been very, very hectic. Like, I mean, not hectic, but I've been very busy. I've been, like, on the moon. Um, so we had burgers and wine on Saturday, and we had all kinds of food. So I really didn't eat a lot Saturday. I ate enough, but I really didn't eat a lot. So because I knew I was going out Sunday morning for brunch with my friend. <laughs> so... I had texted my friend, um, you know, can't wait to see you tomorrow. So in the middle of the night, I got hungry. So it was like three o'clock in the morning, okay? And I'm like, I cannot go downstairs to eat. I cannot go downstairs to eat. I cannot go downstairs to eat because I'm going out with this guy. And I like, and I'm like crazy nuts about this guy, y'all. Like this guy is like bomb. He treats me real good, y'all. Not saying that none of my boyfriends treat me nice, like. I've never found a man that never took care of me. Like, I always find guys that, like, go head over heels. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're very generous. Like, as of lately, like, I mean, my whole adult life, I may have had one, one (laughs) guy, but he didn't have much, and that didn't bother me. But, you know, towards the end of our relationship, you know, he helped me out. We helped each other out with what we could because I can't say that I brought a whole lot to the table because, you know, I really, I, I mean, like, we really, we were there for each other. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like, you know, anyway, I don't want to talk about him, but he, he did what he could for me 
he took care of me too, you know, but he took care of me with ways that he knew how to take care of me. I have to turn down this air conditioner because I feel like you guys are going to hear this air conditioner in the background and it's really getting on I really want to turn it off. But if I turn it off, I'm going to blow it What is this man doing? Oh, he's cooking up the garbage. Oh. Oh, that's the guy that my mom said looks like Mr. Brown. Oh, he's nice. He's putting, he's closing it. He's putting it in their yard. He's nice. Like, I'm going to get that shit. Nice, because I wouldn't have did that shit. I'd be like, fuck y'all. He nice. He getting into heaven. I ain't going to be in heaven. I'm going to be busting hell wide open. I'm going to be waving to my mother from hell. <laughs> I wouldn't have did that shit. Mm-mm. They able-bodied adults. They can bring their ass downstairs to pick up their own fucking trash. Fuck that. Anyway, so, like I said... I, I I really like this guy, and um, I woke up, and I came downstairs, and I ate, um, what did we have at Burgers and Wine? I had sausages and peppers, I had chicken, and I had neck bone, because CJ made neck bones and green beans were delicious, absolutely delicious, like the best thing I ever put in my mouth, so I ate that right, and I ate chips. And it was 3 o'clock in the morning. Brunch starts at 10.30. So, you got to think about it. Now, you know, I don't eat like I used to. So, I got to be careful. So, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. 10.30. I got there. We got there a quarter of. Well, I got there a quarter of. And um, we sat down. We had our mimosas. He had his drinks. And da 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 It was awesome. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I got my first plate. I got um, what the fuck I get? I got um, um, I got bacon, eggs. Um, I got sausage gravy. I got lox. I got prime rib with horseradish, which was delicious. But my thing is, I didn't eat it all because it was so rare. It was I like. It was too rare. It looked like it was still moving. <laughs> it was it was that rare. So then I got the tomato caprice salad. I loved it. It was absolutely delicious. And I don't drink anymore. Like I used to drink, but I've never been a really big drinker. So I had like one mimosa. But the last time I went, I packed them away. So that's another reason why I was thinking. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to drink a whole lot because they add them alcohol taxes on it and then I said I really don't have a lot of money because I'm not working right now still um I have a little bit of money saved and I don't know if I'm paying or not but every time I go out with them y'all I don't pay so then I have my second plate we sat there we talked whatever great conversation everything it's a vibe and um shout out to D-Nice DJ D-Nice and um he He's a great guy. That's what I keep saying. He's a great guy. And you know how, like, you start off dating somebody or talking to somebody, and then you're waiting for the 
I'm waiting for you to fuck up. But it's not like that. It's not like that. So my second plate, I had clams. I had mussels and peanut, chinchilla, whatever the hell it was. It was just awesome. And I had scallop macaroni and cheese. Oh, I had that too the first time. That's off. That's absolutely delicious. So I didn't have an omelet. I usually go get an omelet because I have like an omelet station. And then I had like some cheese pit tart thing and some mousse. It was really good. And he paid for everything. So I'm really excited. I'm really, really excited about this, y'all. It's like he's a really great guy. He's really great. He's down to earth. Um, I like him. I like him a lot. And I hope that everything works out for the both of us because I haven't dated seriously. This is like no, it's not our first it's not our first date. No. It's not. So um but it's the first guy that I've actually dated. Okay, how about that? The first guy I've actually date dated dated. <laughs> that makes sense. I mean it's it's you know <laughs> I mean you talk to guys, right? But this is the one that I've actually this is the one that actually have taken me out on dates since I um since I broke up with, you know. So this is like the first time I've ever like dated in almost two years. It took me almost two damn years. Because we parted ways in October, October 31st, 2019. But then you think about it, I was out of commission for a whole year because of the pandemic. But I really didn't want to talk to nobody. And so I still... You know, I talked to guys and everything. I'm like, oh, this isn't going anywhere. I was seeing my ex or whatever, my ex before this one, and da 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 da. I mean, yeah. But this is the first guy like I've ever like gone out out with. Gone out with. I mean, I'm not going to say Richard don't count. Okay, we. I'm not going to say Richard doesn't count. I'm not because Richard is he's Richard. I mean, I cannot. Yeah. <laughs> Richard, I can't. I can't. <laughs> it's like you have your dates and then you have Richard. Like you have your boyfriend, you have Richard. It's just like it's a good thing. It's like he's in a class of his own, you know. I mean, like, you know, he's in a he's in a class of his own. You know. So yeah. He's in a class of his own. And I like it. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. So I don't know what I'm going to do as far as... Okay, so I can't get to Microsoft Word. And um, it won't let me. So I want something called Pages. I published the Apple Books. What the hell? So I'm getting familiar with Pages. Okay, because Microsoft Word locked me out, right? They said that my subscription is over with and done. I thought I canceled it back in May. So June, July, May, June, July, August, September. So I got five good months out of that and I'm very grateful. I cannot complain. But now it's like I can't get into anything because it's locked. And then they were like saying that you can get like a a free subscription, you know, for a month. And I'm just like, I'm gonna be on this damn thing. Oh, a lot. 
Okay. Yeah, it says subscription required to add in a save. Don't show one month of trial of Microsoft 365 or sign in to activate ex existing subscription. But I really don't have. So, what do you want? Season three? Really? Season three episode. Okay, so this would be episode five. Okay, because I'm I'm writing in a book. So you know, um, what's today's date? The fifteenth. Wait a minute, did I? I've been. Let me. I do not remember. I thought that the last. You know what happened? I'm gonna tell you what happened. Thursday, September 2nd, season three, episode four is in my drafts. Mm -hmm. What happened was, after class, or did we have class that day? It was one, I don't know if it was before class or after class, or I didn't have class that day, but I came on and I did a show, and it was about Ida, Texas, the mass, where I've been, what the see, the gas, all of that. And this was supposed to be season three, episode four, and that was supposed to be Thursday, September the 2nd. So the last show that I had was on Monday. I think it was August the 16th. So, yeah, and I told you I was talking about therapy and was on a chiropractor. So I haven't been on in a while. So... Yeah, so that's what happened. I had to, yeah, it did not upload. I mean, it's in my drive, and then I deleted it because I said I was going to do it over, but I never did. So, yeah, so this is season three, episode four. But I basically talked about Texas, what was going on in Texas, the abortion law, um, Ida, um, to tea, the gag. I forgot what it was, what everything was, because I didn't write anything down. And now I can't get into my Microsoft Word because Microsoft Word is locked. So I'm doing something called Pages now. So I kind of like it. But the only thing I don't like it is that when I don't, when I misspell a word, I can't, you know, it doesn't have that, um, It doesn't have um, autocorrect. And I know it probably does somewhere around here. Oh, there it goes. Spelling and grammar. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, you can check it. Okay, but it's nothing like, it's nothing like Apple. I mean, there's nothing like Microsoft. It's, this is Apple, Apple Pages. It's not like Microsoft Word. Okay. So what the heck is it doing then? I'm saying check document now. But it's not doing anything. Okay. But what I do like about this, it has a thumbnail. And I think all documents have thumbnails. But this has a thumbnail that I I didn't think I was going to like it. But I actually kind of like it. Because 
I'm on page 14. And, um, yeah, so I'm on page 14. No, 22. I'm on page 22. So I'm on page 22. So I can, like, go through instead of, like, you know, like, sometimes, like, I don't know, you know, I'm a writer. You know, guys, my God, but sometimes, like, I got to go up to read something, and you'll just forever go up, 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 up. But now with the thumbnail that I have, I can just go to, like, some pages, which I really like, which is really bomb-ass. Okay, so what are we going to talk about today, y'all? Um, I had a hot topic in my head, but I forgot. Um, I want to do a story time with you guys, and, um, like, how are we at? Because I'm actually recording for my, it's been 20 minutes, we're 20 minutes in, well, 21 minutes in. And, excuse me, y'all. Um, I actually wanted to do a story time um, about my latest piece of work. Well, it's not my latest. I've been, I've been, <laughs> I've been at it. Um, I just haven't been able to write it. So with now Microsoft Word being down, and I've just, Text my sister and told my sister that I was going to send her part two of um of Love's Holiday, Be Ever Wonderful. I wanted my sister to read it. So with me being locked out and not renewing my subscription, because that's not really on my to-do list now. The money that I have, I really, really, really have to hold on to until we see what happens with unemployment. But the money that I have, I really can go out there and like, oh, let me do this. You know, like, let me do that. Let me do this. Let me do that. Like, I bought dinner tonight. I didn't feel like cooking anything, but that was only like $17. And as soon as I ordered something, I was going to order some food from the Cheesecake Factory, right? And the fees were so hot, so damn hot. So as soon as I logged out and I went to DoorDash and I ordered some chicken and stuff, because I got some Royal Farm chicken. I love Royal Farm chicken. It was like a $1.99 fee, um, delivery fee. Um, the tip and everything came with like $17, because kind of like 20% off. Coupon. So as soon as I did all that, guess who sends me a 40% off coupon? Who be I'm like, are you serious? Are you kidding me? Man, listen, I was pissed off. I was so pissed off. I ain't know what to do with myself. Let me see how this looks in my YouTube video. It looks good. It, and the thing about it is, okay, okay. I'm starting this YouTube channel, right? And what I did was I went online and I wanted to restore my wig. I love these wigs that I have. And right at the moment, I don't have all that kind of money to keep buying wigs. And, um, you know, I, um, I want to put the other wig in it. I want to wash the other wig too. But I don't see much of a difference Oh, this is the bottom. Okay. This is the top. I really don't see much of a difference. It's supposed to make, the girl said it's supposed to make it move. Okay, let me just rinse this out. Let me just rinse it real quick. So y'all hear this water. But, um, it's called wig restoration. And what they use is, um, Tide. I'm looking right at it. Tide and Dawn. Not done. Snuggles. So you put you run the run the water in the bucket, right? I got an old thing my mom and I don't use anymore. 
whole bowl. And what I did was fill it up with water and let it submerge. Submerge, let it soak or whatever. And now I have rinsed it. And now let me look at it. It looks okay. Okay. Alright. It needs a little bit of tender loving care, but okay, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take the it's gonna use a cat full detergent. So I'm gonna use that and I'm gonna lay this in here like so. So when I go back on the court nest or YouTube, back and forwards. You know, let's see what happens. But let me, I really don't want to use all this. Let me just use a little bit more. But I have another unit that I want to do, and I feel like I should do it all of this now. Be as though that, you know. Yeah. Okay, well, y'all don't know, but I So, anyway. I'm just walking around the house. Let me go over here for this cut so. Yep. So I'll disable um stop. Y'all, I'm back. Um, um, it's been an ordeal, y'all. Let me tell you. Um, the last time I talked with y'all, I was um in the kitchen doing my hair restoration video and checking on my hair to see how it works and everything and how it was going down. But oh my God, y'all, the thing cut off. I couldn't upload. I came back in here, I sat down, I was texting my mom, and it kicked me out. And I think that we got up to, like, um, a half an hour, so it would have been, like, a 50-minute 50, 50 or 55-minute episode. And so I had a hard time uploading, and then it wouldn't upload. It said it could not be uploaded, and I'm just like, oh, God. So now here I am at 2.14 a.m. <laughs> finished this. And so, um, thank y'all for hanging in there with me. Um, so it's going to be two parts. You're going to hear good morning, good morning, good morning. And then you're going to hear good evening, good morning, good evening, good night. <laughs> so it was like yesterday, I started filming yesterday, um, my YouTube video. And I paused it and then I started doing the podcast. So then as I was on my podcast, I'm going to check on my, um, hair, my hair restoration, and when I went in there, my, I have to keep an eye on my computer because of my computer, my MacBook goes black, it just knocks me offline, and that's what happened, so I came back, and I looked, and I'm like, I'm still talking, it was, it just stopped at 25 minutes or some seconds, so I was like, okay, so then I, I started another, you know, I started another, and um, I was texting my mother back and forwards, and she had a situation, and it just knocked me off, and I'm just like, oh, my God, what have I done? So now it's 2.15 a.m. straight up on the East Coast. I don't know what time you're going to get this, 
3215 a.m. And my name is full side to sleep. Everybody sleep. Everybody is nice and quiet. Only thing I can hear now is my voice and the fanning. I even turned off the air because I was so cold. But um, what I wanted to do was I wanted to start a story time. You know, every once in a while I introduce y'all to characters in my book. And the book that I'm writing now is called Meet the Maze, M-E-E-T-T-H-E-C-A-E apostrophe S, of my divas, darlings, and a lot of my series. And it follows four best friends, Mila, Mia, Coco, and Charlotte. Charlotte is introduced in part two of Love's Holiday called Be Ever Wonderful. Mia has always been a part of my series because Mia is Ashanti's style hairstylist. Coco is Mia's best friend, and Mila works over in marketing at um, Pete's. And I thought that Mila, she's also married to one of the guys that's on the board, and one of the guys that's like a general manager at Pete's, one of Jamie's good friends. So she's like married to him, and she has like this so-called good life that people envy, but a lot of people don't know that, you know, what's going on outside, you don't know what's going on on the inside. And then I was going to add Carmelita. Carmelita is um, introduced in um, part one. She's introduced in Love's Holiday. And spoiler alert, um, Jamie is having an affair with Carmelita, you know. But I'm going to give you a little backstory because I felt like Carmelita has such a powerful story that she can actually carry a whole book, you know what I mean, and, you know, as I sit here, and I think about it, you know, if it was to ever get turned into a movie, like, Carmelita could, like, have a whole series, could have a whole series by herself, because the story that I'm about to tell you, a little bit of it is, like, it's awesome, okay, so, Carmelita was born in August of 1974, her father is Dominican and her mother is black. And um, once she's born, her father, they relocate um, the family from the Bronx to Baltimore. And um, after moving to Baltimore, um, Rosalind, who is Carmelita's mom, um, finds out that she's pregnant with Mila. And soon after Miller is born, um, he leaves, the father leaves, and she's stuck in Baltimore. She has to go to school, she has to take care of these two darling little girls, and um, she's trying to find a way in the world. And, you know, she has no family down here, so it's just her and her two girls. Like, her family is in New York City, you know, so she kind of isolates herself from her family. She doesn't want her family to know that she's doing bad. So she does the best that she can with what she has, and she eventually gets herself together. She goes to school, she graduates, she gets a job, she gets an apartment, and she moves her girls into a one-room apartment. And from there, she goes to nursing school, and she becomes a nurse, and life gets better for Carmelita and Mila and her mom. So Carmelita, um, story takes place when she turns 17 years old, and Mila is 15. And um, she works part-time at McDonald's. She goes to school. She's a great student. Like, she's very good in her studies. Um, 
she's good. She's good in math and she's good in all her studies. She does extracurricular activities. So there's Miller. So they're really good girls. Like her, their mother doesn't have, Rosalind doesn't have really anything to worry about because she has really two good girls. So one day while at the drive through at McDonald's, Jamie Harris comes through the line with Red and he comes through there with Pete and Felix, you know, his Felix cousins. So they're all like, shooting the shit and they're like talking to Carmelita because Carmelita is absolutely beautiful. She is drop dead gorgeous. You know, she has a perfect body. She's nicely toned. She's 17 but she's shaped like an adult woman. Her curves are dangerous. At 17 she's dangerous. So she catches Jamie's eyes when Jay, her and Jamie exchanges um, phone numbers and um, he likes her. But it's something about her he does not like. It is something about her, you know. But he overlooks all that because she has a nice body. She's very pretty. She has what we call pretty privilege. So whatever she got going on, he overlooks that because she is so pretty. So they hook up. You know, Jamie introduces her to her life. She does not know. She's never experienced anything with anybody like she's experiencing Jamie. And so she actually was the director and Jamie tells her no because Jamie gets it all the time and Jamie tells everybody, you know, my mother was born into wealth and my father is a wealthy lawyer. And my dad, you know, he tells everybody about Pop Harris that Pop Harris is has a multi-million dollar law firm consisting of millionaire drug lords keeping giving her money, keeping, you know, his father's business by giving her money to keep them off their ass, to keep them out of jail. He does a very good job at it. You scratch your back, I'll scratch mine. You scratch your back, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. That's how the saying goes. So, so um, he explains her, you know, I was born into this, you know, I'm, my family has money. So, they're headed off. He takes her on little trips, buys her things, give her money. It introduces her to a life that a girl like Carmelita would not would have never known without Jamie. Like Jamie introduces everybody to his world and he just wants you to be a part of his world. He wants you to eat good, sleep good, he wants you to lay on uh Egyptian what you call it, y'all? Egyptian thousand count sheets and pillows and travel to New York City and all that fun stuff. So he, you know, treats her like a princess. So during that process, he meets Ashanti. So he breaks that off with Carmelita and Carmelita is devastated. So Carmelita, she's devastated and she goes to work with her stepmother because during this time, her father remarried. So she goes to work with her stepmother, Daisy Fuentes, and Daisy says to her, you know, can you help us clean money off the stage? Because Daisy looks like her big daddy. And Daisy, she's not a dancer anymore because she's past her prime. So her job is to recruit the girls. So she's like a recruiter slash pimp, okay? So she gets my um, let's say Roxy. Roxy is another character. So she gets Carmelita down to Club Big Daddy, who's owned by um, Big Daddy. He's LGBT, LGBTQ+. Um, he's a gay back man. And yes, I wrote my novel first before P-Valley came. 
Okay. <laughs> I wrote mine. I wrote mine first. Okay, so um Carmelita goes, she cleans off the stage for Daisy. Like Daisy just like eyeing her. Like Daisy wants Carmelita on stage because she knows that Carmelita has this big ass. She got she's shapely. She's shaped perfect. She would be perfect to get up there on that stage and shake her money maker. And, you know, she's like, I need her. Like, I want her on that stage because I know I can make money off this little girl. She's only 17. And her stepmother has plans on ruining her life. So Daisy loves money. Daisy cleans up the money. She takes the bags upstairs and she gives it to the girl who's the main attraction. And the girl saw that she's very pretty. She said, if you ever need a job, come down here and talk to me. She gives Daisy $200 and Daisy goes home. So Daisy comes back the next night. The main girl is sick. So Daisy said, let's, to Big Daddy, let's put, the um, Daisy says, let's put Carmelita on stage. Big Daddy's like, hell no. Hell no, fuck you. Hell no, bitch. You're trying to get me shut down. And... Daisy said she'll be 18 soon, so you can put her up there. It's not a problem. So they brushed her upstairs, put her in makeup, did her hair, put her on stage. She makes a lot of money. She splits the money with the girls. She splits the money with Daisy. And she quits McDonald's, and she starts stripping for a living. And she sees Jamie, and she tells Jamie, you know, while I'm a dancer now, I would like for you to come down to see me. Jamie tells her, no, I'm getting married. Ashanti was pregnant at the time. Ashanti had a, um, a, not an abortion, I'm sorry. Ashanti had a miscarriage. So, like, he tells her, I got to be there for Ashanti. So, it's like, there's no way I can see you again. So, Kamali is devastated. So, she starts drinking, you know, and then it's getting too much for her. She's making a whole lot of money. She's traveling abroad. She's doing it with these men. Like, Daisy is, like, putting her in all this, all these shows and all these crazy things and so what happened was everybody probably wondering where is Carmelita's mother well meanwhile while Carmelita's out dancing you know they think she's working at McDonald's whatever which is not Mila gets pregnant and Mila goes to the hospital to see what's wrong with her and they're in the room Mila's underage and when they tell Mila's mother that she's pregnant she just goes berserk. She just goes wild. She starts beating on her, hitting her, and she kicks her in the stomach. And when she kicks her in the stomach, it was a fatal blow, and Mila lost her baby. And the mother is arrested, and she's put in jail. And Mila doesn't see her mother. Mila leaves, and, you know, her mother goes crazy when she's in jail so it's just like now it just triggered her so now she's like mentally you know mentally unstable so she's in and out of jail leaving her two teenage girls up there for their own so Mila comes back home after the incident happened she tells Carmelita you know I gotta leave I can't stay here Carmelita gives Mila two thousand dollars and Mila goes lives with her now husband used to be boyfriend so she left two precious innocent girls out on the streets to fend for themselves, but Mila goes to live with her future husband's family, and they take care of her. Mila goes off to college, and Mila works for corporate America, and Mila does really good for herself. Carmelita, on the other hand, does not. So Carmelita 
she couldn't take the stress, so she started drinking, and drinking turned to um, marijuana, marijuana turned to popping pills, popping pills eventually turned to cocaine, so she does lines of cocaine and drinks to cope with having sex with all these men, and they're, like, doing ungodly things to her, they're, like, urinating on her, they're, like, going to the bathroom on her, anything to make money and doing this makes her super popular like she has private parties and she has sex with these men she has sex with these women and she's just like losing her shit she's just like i just need to get out so it's like she's so in so deep that she can't get out because this is her life this is all she's no this is all that she knows so she runs into Jamie again, and she asks Jamie, you know, she's like, well, I love you very much, and I'm going down to Miami for a few weeks, do you mind if I stay at your condo, so Jamie puts her up in this condo, and he's looking at her body, he's like, you need to get your body done, because if you're going to keep doing this, you are letting yourself go, so Carmelita goes to get her body done, and it's a shocking blow, because she thought she was perfect. You know, but she wasn't perfect for Jamie. So when Jamie tells her that she go get her body done, she gets her face done, she gets her breasts done, she gets her BBL, she gets tummy tuck, she gets so much stuff done. And she looks great. So when she comes back from Miami, like she makes like so much money. She does so much. And it's taking a toll on her. And she's like yearning for love. And no one loves her. So Jamie introduces her to his fraternity brother. Chase and Chase actually falls in love with her and Chase figures out what she does besides thinking see that's a man that she's a dancer because she's a beautiful girl you know and so once Chase finds out that she does drugs Chase like it's like Jamie what the fuck is wrong with you why would you set me up with her and why would you do this to me you know I'm not like that and, you know, my family, and I know your family, grew up in the same circle, and Jamie was like, well, she needs love, and I can't love her, like, she wants me to love her right now, so Chase was like, you know what, I know how it feels to be lonely, because Chase is so lonely, too, you know, he's looking for love, and he looked for love in all the wrong places, because women always after him, because he's sexy, he's simple and he has a lot of money, so it's just like, nobody is really like, honest and truthful and you know so Carmelita loves him but she does not love him as much as she loves Jamie she still goes back to Jamie and Jamie's like leave me alone so Jamie gets in you know they have like this long sordid heated affair you know and he hits her and she wants to know why Jamie like why are you doing this to me you know, she doesn't understand, like, she loves him, and she, the only thing she wanted to do is be accepted by Jamie, but Jamie does not want her, but it's like, no matter how many surgeries she gets, no matter how much she cleans up her act, no matter what she does or say, like, Jamie doesn't care about her, Jamie just, you know, has sex with her, and gives her money for dope, and she goes on about her business, you know, like, if she needs a touch-up on her breast, he'll give it for her, even if she has it, he will do that for her, but other than that, he does not want to be with her, because there's something about her he does not like, and I think the main thing is, is that Jamie does have an alcohol problem, and I think that's what he sees in her, and I think that, and Jamie touches on this a lot, so he doesn't want to be like his father, because Jamie's father sleeps around his mother as well. 
And I think that he kind of lives life, mirrors his life because he doesn't want to end up like his father, you know, and he, he sees something in her that it's, it's just like him. And I think that's what it is. Like, that's probably why he doesn't, you know, I mean, I am the author, but, (laughs) but, you know, he tries to figure out like, what is wrong with me? Why, why don't I, he just doesn't like her. He's like, you need to go about your business. I told you to leave me alone. But she loves him unconditionally. She doesn't love him as much as Ashanti does. And he will never love nobody like he loves Ashanti. And he will tell people, and if you read Love's Holiday, y'all, he will let you know, like, I never loved anybody like I loved my wife. And I never have and I never will. He will tell you that I will take you on trips. I will sleep with you. I will buy you this, that. And you just know that Ashanti is the only woman I ever loved. I ever. And he doesn't care, like, that's the woman he loves, you know, and everybody that read Love's Holiday are like, I want to know what happens to them, like, girl, you just don't know, <laughs> you just don't know, it's a, it's a roller coaster, it's a roller coaster of epic proportion, and like I said, Carmelita is very resilient, um, does Carmelita get back up on her feet, you're going to have to read it to find out, I haven't even really finished it yet, so it's just, I just want wanted to share a little bit of my writing with y'all because, you know, it's hard, you know, to set this computer and sacrifice so much. And a lot of people don't understand that. It's like when you're a writer, you sacrifice so much. You know, like right now, I'm sacrificing sleep to do my podcast, you know. I was writing first. I came down. I went upstairs to go to sleep. My initial thought was, okay, I'm going to get up tomorrow morning and I'm going to finish the podcast. But I said, you know what? I came downstairs at one o'clock. I was writing. I ate. I did actually. I did my assignment. I did an assignment that was due, and um, I did my assignment. Um, I ate and I wrote couple chapters and then I said you know what let me go finish doing my um podcast so you know it it takes time and this effort and it's just like when you're writing you don't want to lose your train of thought you don't want to like you you don't want to do that you know, like how I'm writing with the bays right now and how I knew that what I wanted to say to you guys on this podcast tonight, this morning or whenever you hear it, it's like, you know, I can't lose my train of thought. I sacrifice so much for writing and I know one day it is going to pay off tremendously and I'm just going to be on the boat sipping a mimosa. Like, hey, y'all. <laughs> so if you have a friend that's a writer can you please be a little kind to them because writers artists sacrifice a lot and sleep is one of them so what I'm about to do is I'm about to head on upstairs I'm about to go to bed first I'm going to get this to upload and then I'm going to be then I'm going to bed but I hope y'all enjoyed my story time I will be back next week 
Um, I will give you updates on Love's Holiday. We have a wonderful, we will do some news. Um, I know that I was telling you guys about the rallies this weekend. Um, we're going to cover that. Um, going to cover unemployment um, because it is so much stuff going on. I was watching the news tonight with my mother. It's so much going on. It's just ridiculous. Um, it's just a lot. And I think I want to cover like all the stuff going on with the Baltimore City Public School System. It's just so much going on. I sat down and I was like, oh my God, when I watch the news. I haven't watched the news all weekend because I was busy all weekend. And I think the day was the first, and it's Wednesday, Thursday. So this is like the first time I've watched the news in a minute. Like they're still fighting for unemployment, for back unemployment. Um, school system is all fucked up. Like one story I heard today, and I want to research it some more, and we'll talk about it next week, is one of the teachers, principal, she's a whistleblower. She used to work at Palmer City Public Schools. And she said that five students, were enrolled in school and they were deceased. <sighs> yeah. And then she said that the people went to the funeral and they were still on um the roster. Like, can you believe that? Can you believe that? But anyway, y'all. Y'all have a good one, and I'll talk with y'all later. Bye.